0: This is 680 CJOB. I'm Kevin Bergen, and thank you for joining me on The Main Ingredient. We have a double header today. Peter and Calvin from The Q Grill are up on the second half of the show, but up first, Sachet Mira from East India Company Restaurant and Marty Yeager from Marymount, Inc. talk about the Marcella Mixer, which is an annual charity event that has raised thousands for worthy causes. All right, so Sachet, first of all, welcome to The Main Ingredient. Welcome, Marty. Um... Let's remind everybody who
1: you are and where you are from. Kevin, first of all, it's it's great to be here. I've got a giant smile on my face uh, for, for two reasons, and the first reason, of course, is because I get to see you, which I, I think is, is excellent. You're a terrible liar. <laughs> and, and you know what? A second, I, I get to talk a little bit about something that's uh, near and close to my heart, and that's the masala mixer that's going to be happening this year. But, again, of course, uh, my name is Sacha Mera. I'm from the East India Company Restaurant. I've been here in Winnipeg for almost uh, 45, 46 years, uh, going on in three generations, and it's so it's great to be back here. Thank you, Kevin. Hey, no problem. Marty, how about we uh, introduce you also at the same time?
2: Marty Yeager, uh, senior, fu- senior Manager of Fund Development at Marymount. i uh, been at Marymount for 17 years and before that at other agencies working with uh, vulnerable children here in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited to be here. First of all, to meet you, Kevin, and anytime I can spend some time uh, in a, in a small room like this with section, <laughs> uh, can just, I just get energized by osmosis. So, so it, it's a real pleasure to be here, and I get to do one of my favorite things, and that's talk about the work that Marymount does for uh, vulnerable kids here in the community of Winnipeg.
0: That's awesome. Um, before we get into that, l- let's talk about the Marcella Mixer. Let's talk about. W- You know exactly what it is.
1: Certainly. So the Masala Mixer is a yearly charity event that the East India Company undertakes. And it started about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And the reason was, you know, really to connect with the community that's given us so much, um, that's really enabled our restaurant to be successful and to give back to it in a meaningful way. And so, um, you know, we started working with different organizations here in Winnipeg and Manitoba uh, to see how we could help them. So at its very core, the Masala Mixer is a fun uh, get-together net- stand-up networking event. Uh, we have music. We'll have a DJ. There's food stations. I uh, usually have a sound auction. We'll have a photo booth. We'll have henna tattooing. Um, so it's a fantastic way to come out on a Thursday night, uh, meet some brand new people, um, meet some old folks that you know from around town. Usually we have a couple celebrities drop by as well and listen to some great music and uh, see some live entertainment. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Fun. It does sound like a great event. Okay, so Marty, let's
0: talk a little bit about uh, about Marymount. Marymount is the is the charity that you guys are are
1: contributing to this year? That That's right. So what we've done is in the years past, when we started uh, 10 years ago, um, you know, we've raised over, a, well, near $100,000 for various charities in Winnipeg and Manitoba mm-hmm. and, you know, we started with some um, various and smaller charities in Winnipeg. Uh, we partnered with the Alzheimer's Association uh, Foundation here in Manitoba. We raised funds for them. Uh, recently we just com- uh, completed a $50,000 uh, commitment to the Victoria General uh, Hospital uh, and, and Foundation, which uh, was fantastic and this year, you know, we looked at Um, some different groups and organizations here in in Winnipeg Manitoba and we came across uh, Marymount and the work that they're doing Mm -hmm. and the work that they've done uh, here in Winnipeg and Manitoba and then the people and the lives that they've touched and I personally actually heard a a story from one of their clients that was absolutely heart-touching and so we knew when we brought this back to the uh, committee at the masala mixer that uh, this was the next group that we were going to work with And, and Marty's just been a fantastic ambassador
0: Speaking of being the ambassador, let's hear a little bit about Mary Mounder. How did you two connect?
2: We connected through uh, a mutual uh, acquaintance of ours, Mary Beth Taylor, uh, who is the principal at CREATO, which is a fundraising consultant group here in Winnipeg, mm-hmm. who put us in touch with Sachet. Uh, so uh, a shout out to Mary Beth and Scott, I know you're probably sitting somewhere in Riding Mountain <laughs> right now, enjoying. Uh, so we, we connected that way. Um, and about Mary Mound, Mary mound has been in Winnipeg for 106 years. We started in 1911. Mm-hmm. Um, in that time we estimate we've seen about 90-95,000 children here in Winnipeg.
0: Holy smokes. We
2: currently uh, work with between two and three thousand uh, young people. Uh, we have some adult programs now as well, Independent Options, which is a program for children uh, aging out of the care child uh, and family service uh, portfolios, so they extend them to 21. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, all sorts of programs from residential programs, we have uh, an independent school for children who aren't successful in public schools, mm-hmm. we we have a couple. We have about a hundred kids in our treatment foster care programs. We have semi-secured units for assessment and stabilization. We run the adolescence addiction units, um, called the Youth uh, Addiction Stabilization Program. We have a sexual abuse treatment program. We have emergency receiving facilities up in Thompson. We run Baby Think It Over and Baby Best Starts up in Thompson. Uh, I'm probably missing a few, mm-hmm. uh, but we are quite, uh, quite. Proactive in in responding to the needs of the community as as things change, uh, and the uh, the issues that are facing some of the young people in our community change. So Marymount has been very flexible in addressing those issues. We're moving into some social enterprise program, and what we're really excited about is our our new initiatives uh to have indigenous youth mentors on staff. Predominantly the kids that we're working with are are of indigenous or Metis descent. Mm-hmm. And we we realized a number of years ago that in order for people to move forward they need to know where they came from. For sure. And given the issues around residential schools and colonialism in Canada we knew that we had to provide some sort of programming for our kids to reconnect to their heritage. Mm-hmm. So we have constructed sweat lodges on the property. We have a teaching lodge. We have four Indigenous youth mentors that work across all our programs. We have a um, a cultural coordinator that does a lot of programming around building teepees building sweat lodges taking kids on canoe trips we're implementing a land based training program to get the kids back on the land so we have we've installed beehives thank you bee project apiaries little plug Uh, we (laughs) built a greenhouse MIT MITT Manitoba Institute for Trades and Technology built us a greenhouse so we have we're growing medicines and tobaccos for ceremonies now we're moving into uh, social enterprise with some of these kids to produce Uh, salad dressing all honey based it's going to be called Be Kind be looking for that Um, but wherever we can make uh, a positive uh, commitment or a positive change with our kids Mm -hmm. that's what we do and, and nothing is off the table and Thankfully, our board of directors have allowed us to think outside the box and do some programming that really helps engage our kids. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm super excited to be sitting here with Sachet. And uh, I know with the Masala Mixer coming on, we're going to raise some money that's going to go to a capital campaign that Marymount's working on right now to repurpose uh, a home on our property that was built in 1882 by E.P. Leacock, that's Edward Philip Leacock. Um, It's a 7,500 square foot uh, mansion that will be repurposed into a transition home for young women leaving our programs or leaving other programs within the child welfare system and transitioning back to community, back to family or back to independent living uh, to make sure that they have all the services in place that they need to be productive.
0: More from Marty Yeager from Marymount and Sachet Mira from East India Company Restaurant talking about the Marcella Mixer when we return. The Marcella Mixer is an annual fundraising event that raises thousands for local charities each year. This year, those funds are being raised from Marymount Inc., which has served over 85,000 youth and families and provides much-needed services for up to 3,000 children and youth annually through its Winnipeg and Thompson locations. The first thing I'm thinking as you're you're speaking is, number one is, how how did you get involved with it? And number two is, how do you organize and coordinate that much programming for for so many people? people in need, right?
2: Marymount currently has uh, 400 full-time employees and another 150 to 200 uh, casual employees. It's a large agency. Mm -hmm. Um, Our goal has always been to work ourselves out of a job, because then we know all the kids are doing well in our community. And again, I'm a lifelong Winnipegger. I was born and raised here. Uh, My wife as well. My wife works in social services with young, young people as well, so it's kind of a family affair.
0: All right over the years have different cultures and technology played a big role in in what kind of services you provide
2: Uh yeah like you know if we have a, a, a if a young person comes to us who is of muslim descent mm-hmm. we'll 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 find ways to have their um, uh, services and ceremonies uh, in line with what we're doing. We're a non-denominational agency, so whatever is going to benefit these kids, that's what we'll try to do.
0: So you truly mean nothing's off the table. Hey, here's a kid in need. We're going to find what he needs in order to succeed.
2: We will do whatever we can do. We have work experience and vocational programs. Mm-hmm. We have uh, recreational programs. We have horticultural programs. We have intensive therapeutic programs. So whatever it, whatever that child needs, we will throw the kitchen sink at them. What, when we were when we were originally set up by the Sisters of the Good Shepherd, who are no longer involved with Mary Mound um, physically, um, they they established. The idea that if there is an unmet need, we have to figure out a way to fill it. So we, that's, how we, that's how we do things. So if there's something that is going to benefit kids, like something as simple as a beehive, mm-hmm. working with bees, forgetting about their problems, producing some honey, getting some real experience that could, they can take outside of, of our programming when they're on their own. Any, anything is available. Nothing is off the table if there's going to be a benefit to our kids.
0: For those who don't know, where is Marymount physically located?
2: Our main offices is up by Kelowna Park on Scotia, Mm -hmm. uh, but we're all over the province. We have properties in Thompson, Manitoba. We have foster placements all over Manitoba. We have residential community group homes throughout Winnipeg. We have we're everywhere. Um, We're quite large, uh, as I mentioned earlier, and we work quietly because uh, we want to keep our kids safe and mm-hmm. protected, but we, uh, we're everywhere. We have probably 20, 30 different properties throughout the province.
0: Let's talk a little bit more about the event itself. Ab-
1: absolutely. All right, well, what is the format for the event?
0: So it's, it's a large event, right? It's 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 at your restaurant.
1: Yeah, you know, the masala mixer every year draws anywhere from... 200 to 400 plus people, Mm -hmm. uh, through a three or four hour, uh, long event. So, you know, we'll have people that will arrive at the restaurant. Um, what we do is we take over the lobby space at 155 Mm Carlton, which is a beautiful, you know, 80 foot high ceilings, uh, glass, uh, glass ceilings, gorgeous place. We light it up. We put up screens. We've got a DJ on one end food station set up all around. Uh, we've got a bar set up, of course, on one side that those people would like to try a libation or two. Uh, we set up a silent auction. There's a photo booth on the one end. So if you understand the the picture that I'm painting, it's just a great time. You can come in and meet a whole bunch of different people, go through an entire evening and do a couple of different activities, enjoy some uh, live entertainment as well, and have a great time. Tickets are completely inexpensive, they're $35. Yeah, that's and awesome, that's good. It is terrific, and one of the things that we're so very proud at the East India Company is that, you know, we've made sure that this is a complete 100% in-out event, and what that means is that every single dollar that's raised uh, through a ticket or sponsorship stays that way, it goes straight back out. So, you know, if we can raise uh, $10,000, dollars $20,000 this year um, and give that straight back to Marymount, uh, we'd be very proud of that. And I would be absolutely remiss if I didn't mention, you know, the phenomenal sponsors that we've had come on uh, as well. So, uh, our title sponsor this year is Taylor McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. They stepped up right away and they were first uh, first to the plate and they've been absolutely excellent. And so huge uh, shout out to Taylor. Uh, we've had Phil O'Reilly come on as well as a, as a silver sponsor. Uh, MJ Rue good people uh, that do good work. Uh, they've come on board as well. Uh, so big shout out to all of those sponsors that have come up. And of course, all the people that attend. Uh, there's some great organizations that are involved that are at a smaller level as well that buy bulks of tickets mm-hmm. and that come out and it's fantastic. So uh, looking forward to having them this year. Of course, it's going to be on June 22nd this year. event starts at uh, 6 o'clock and uh, goes a little late. Um, yeah, I saw that. yeah, That's pretty really cool. Goes a little late, yeah. which is uh, for people that want to stick around and have a good time. And, and certainly they can enjoy some great East Indian Company food or some drinks or they can meet some uh, local celebrities that will be there as well. I will not announce names. They will be there. Uh, maybe I'll just announce one. That's Kevin. Uh, he'll be yeah. there for <laughs> <laughs> Not this Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, an absolute great time. And, you know, we really look forward to uh, seeing everybody out there. I also want to just mention the
2: graffiti art programming uh, on Higgins, who have donated uh, some really, really funky paintings for our silent auction by local artists and some more renowned graffiti artists. Uh, I'm going to mention Ernie Vales out of New York. We've got a couple pieces that Satchett and I are going to be arm wrestling over <laughs> because I know that uh, Can we pay to see that? Yes, absolutely. Free <laughs> uh, uh, you, you admission. You can pay to see everything because everything goes to Marymount, so for sure we'll be charging for the arm wrestle.
1: Which
0: <laughs> is fantastic. So you said tickets are $35. How do people get tickets?
1: Absolutely. So there's a couple of different ways. Uh, certainly you can just go on to our Facebook, and you know, search for Masala Mixer. If you want to direct, uh, go directly through our website. You can go to Masala Mixer WPG, um, and dot uh, com and uh, buy tickets there. You'll see some event pictures as well, uh, and you can just click on there. It's a one shot. You can buy the tickets, buy as many as you want, uh, and that'll take you through our uh, direct you to our Eventbrite page, and you can get all kinds of stuff there for sure. sure. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Absolutely. It's going to be a great time. It is going to be a good time. Uh, uh, Marty, it's uh, really
1: good to meet you. Thank uh, you, sir. For coming. It nice to meet you, too. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Kevin, always a pleasure. <laughs> absolutely. Thank you very much for allowing us this opportunity. It's, oh, it's been great coming. and getting Winnipeg to uh, get to know Masala Mixer. Awesome.
0: Back after the sports news and weather with the boys from the Q Grill to talk about and taste their delicious food and see what they are doing this summer. So get a coffee and dig in. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Bergen, welcome back to The Main Ingredient. Food trucks, or food carts in this case, have taken off in the last few years, and the Q Grill is one of the most popular, so let's find out why. So welcome to The Main Ingredient, guys. How you doing? Good. Good.
3: Pleasure to be here.
0: Thanks for coming. Um, let's start off with uh, you know the simple thing, which is the name of your business. Everybody calls it a different name, KU Grill, Q Grill, maybe we can clarify on the air what the actual proper name is.
3: So the, the proper name is Q, Q Grill. Mm-hmm. So it's, it kind of comes from um, our original uh, restaurant that we have. Yep. Um, it's Q Bishro. Um, so we kind of made our ramen from the Kyushu district in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of the things that were kind of coming together over there was um, their style and presentation and, you know, the type of flavors that they're kind of bringing out. Uh, so we, we brought a lot of the things from the Kyushu prefecture. Yep. And that really played a big influence on the way that we did things. So that's why we based our name from from Kyushu, the Kyushu prefecture there. So
0: Nice. Okay, so what made you decide to start this business in the first place, Calvin?
3: Um, well, the thing was there was not very much ramen in the city in general. So right. um, we recognized that and we wanted to kind of that's something. right. You turn off
0: that phone. <laughs> I'm totally
3: kidding. <laughs> and, and, and we wanted to bring something that was new and different. And you know that's true for all the things that we do. We kind of bring something that Winnipeg's sort of missing, and we want to you know share with people. So
0: you guys started off with the mobile cart, right?
3: Mm, well, it started with the restaurant, actually. Oh, first. did you really? Yeah.
0: Okay, so where was the restaurant?
3: Uh, it's on Isabel. It's, uh, still exists? Yeah, still existing right now. 185 Isabel. Yeah. Ramen, different types of izakaya stuff there. So.
0: Oh, nice. So is, is are some of the things that you make now are available in your restaurant, or it's just kind of a spin-off Version of yeah, that.
3: Yeah, like, um, so we started off the restaurant, and we really wanted to kind of showcase some of the stuff and bring it to the people. So right. that's why we, you know, when uh, when we partnered up and we wanted to do something um, that was a little bit different, we we showcased some of the flavors and things like that out to um, the people and and brought it to them.
0: Gotcha. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your background, Peter. You guys know each other from high school, yes. which I think is funny. You guys have the same last name too. Yeah. Um, you both have been in the restaurant industry for a while. Yes. What What kind of stuff have you been doing before you you started this? Like uh, you, you
4: guys are partners in this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. What What kind of stuff were you doing?
4: Working in restaurants. Yeah. Um. Family. My auntie had a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Just cooking. I mean, we just enjoy cooking. Yeah. Outside of work too. Yeah. Like at home too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We always, cook.
3: Always cooking nonstop.
4: You guys look really young. How old are you?
3: <laughs> I'm I'm 30. And we're both 30. 30, it's yeah, just a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah, you guys look man. You guys look
0: <laughs> super young. Like you're gonna be 100 and look like you're 50. So it's, just, <laughs> no. it's it's not a bad thing. So in the restaurants, it was always family related restaurants. Yeah. Yes. You know, you didn't stray away from that, like you're going to other places and stuff.
3: Um, you know, like we've kind of been into different restaurants and stuff like that, but most of it was family run restaurants.
4: Yep. family run, self so. taught, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah,
0: yeah. What well, made you decide to stray away from that? So now you guys, you know, meet up again, decide you're gonna
4: start Q Grill. Well, they're older now, right? I mean. Yeah, a little bit
0: older now. <laughs> we don't have <laughs> to work for you
4: guys anymore. We're gonna
3: do our <laughs> yeah. own thing. Yeah, no. Um, you know, originally when we we were developing the concept of Q Grill, yep, um, we were trying to look at um, what it is that Winnipeg doesn't really have. Mm-hmm. Um, what is, what's what's missing and, and how to deliver to them. So, you know, that's why we came up with the concept of the, the mobile carts. Yep. You know, um, we felt like it was it was much more interactive with the people. You know, we could get to know our customer base a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can go right up to the people where they are. So that's what was a really big deciding factor when we were kind of developing. To choose a
0: food cart. Yeah, you know what? I? You guys used to set up. I think it was close to Broadway and Hargrave, or I can't remember which cross street it was, yeah, that's uh, our spot. Is it? Yeah. And I worked at Broadway and in between Smith and um, Donald. So I always used to boot over to your cart. And the one thing that I thought was really different about your cart was you always had a couple guys preparing food. And someone actually taking orders talking to everybody that seems really full service not the people who are making the food trying to take orders and kind of you know like if you're doing if you're cooking you you need to cook
4: you can't it's kind of hard to do both well even with us like with a food car we we made sure it was efficient Mm -hmm. you know like we've been in the restaurant industry so it's just about delivering executing you know,
3: it's the, the whole experience. You know, we want mm-hmm. somebody to come up there and and really get a get a feel of what we're about and, and what we're trying to achieve here. So, and that's why it was really important for us to give that good customer satisfaction feeling. So
0: totally, because you don't want people going, oh, the food is great, but it takes an hour to get. The service sucks, kind of thing. You guys had that really. Uh, and on Broadway, it's everybody's going for lunch at the same time. It's just kind of like yeah, a exactly. crazy two-hour yeah. window, right? Yeah. So you guys are kind of banging it out. So I thought that was really good. It was easy to get the food. How many people are involved? You
3: know what? Originally, we started off with just uh, me and him. Um, and in our first season, we had we hired one more guy, and then
0: so you two were cooking, and you guys yeah. were doing it all. There was no everything. Age, so you two. Prepping, yeah, cooking, two. serving, yeah, right <laughs>
3: from scratch, and got into everything. So was
0: Broadway your start? um or did you go out? no we, well
3: our, our first start was kind of in Osborne. <laughs> yeah like we just wanted to feel it out and see how it went before we kind of went on to broadway right? yeah so oh
0: like a place that's less busy yeah oh, of and course so
3: just to feel out and make sure a product uh, that people were liking it, and people were, were susceptible to it and then when we finally said you know what, people were you know, really liking it so yeah. we decided to move to broadway and since then it's been pretty good but so. it's
4: kind of funny though even though we when we first started on broadway like the other trucks were like, "What are these guys doing?" Like, we were just, you know, we pulled up with our little, little food cart there, and they're like, "What are you guys doing?" You know,
0: was it, "What are you guys doing?" You can't go in that spot. Or, what are you doing yeah, with your like, little cart? Much like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How how tough is it to get a spot on there? Like, are there assigned mm-hmm. spots? How does it work?
3: You know what? Um It since we've been in it, it's been changing almost every single year, mm-hmm. and you know, not to say that it's been changes for the better, but you right. know, there's been changes throughout, and you know, in the beginning, you kind of. <laughs> you kind of uh, my apologies
0: <laughs> 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 I didn't take my own
3: advice yeah. you know you kind of you kind of want, like in the beginning we just we just kind of set up anywhere and uh, so now it's it's a little bit different and changing rules every year now so um, right now the trucks have kind of assigned spots and stuff like that but um, who knows? I mean, it might be a little bit different next year. So
0: assigned spots wouldn't be a bad thing. At least you're not fighting with guys every day
4: for a spot, right?
0: Well,
3: it's good we, and bad. Because, food carts
4: reverse. How we can go anywhere? Right? Because well, it's not a truck. You can just truck. park it wherever. Yeah. yeah. Technically, well, the right? Is,
3: the thing is, like, it's good and bad because, like, you know, when when you get a spot, you're kind of assigned to that spot, and you mm-hmm. to stay to that spot. But if it, what if the spot everyone, sucks? Yeah, that's well, right. Not only that, what if the people don't want to eat what you're you're selling? Mm. You can't really move to anywhere you that would uh, someone else would want your food, right? Yeah. So you're kind of stuck in that spot and you got to stay there, which is good and bad because if you have a really great spot, that's fantastic, right? And, and people don't know where you are, where you're going. But you know, if you're just starting out and you don't really have that following and that customer basis, they don't know who you are. You know, they might be reluctant to try you, where there's you know, you might do a little bit better on. Uh, earlier down the street or somewhere else you know right What's,
0: what's with the whole north side south side Broadway thing on the south side mm. nobody parks on the south side everyone's on the north side i'm you like know, it's the same street I, is it i think yeah.
3: it's the the sun is always shining on that side yeah. so a lot of people kind of want to be on on the north side
0: whereas the south side it's a little
3: and bit they don't
4: you know, want to cross the street yeah. It's yeah. So, so bizarre street. I know, <laughs> i'm always yeah. like
0: what is like can't someone just move on this side and nobody does yeah there's no. like the one or two do but again the business it's, they're not lined up
3: it's 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 you know it's tremendous difference only because you know accessibility wise visibility and you know there's lots of sitting area as well like that mm-hmm. doesn't have as much sitting area right I yeah you know what? Place yeah you're be right
0: well I continue eating you can listen to a few awesome commercials about some great products and then we'll return with more from Peter and Calvin from the Q Grill Peter and Calvin from the Q Griller here and we are talking about their menu and of course as usual. I'm eating. I'm assuming the menu's evolved since you first started, right? Yeah.
3: Like obviously, like, you know, our facilities are different. Like this, most of this menu is available for the forks, but we are currently developing a new menu for the carts, um, you know, to have lots of new exciting things coming up for the next season. so.
0: So is your home base the restaurant?
3: Um, originally when we first started, we had our home base, like as the like restaurant. prepping your stuff yeah, and we did of- everything in our restaurants and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so now it's kind of evolved and changed. And, and, you know, we're, we're kind of, we're finding uh, new ways to do things and to make more efficient.
0: Let's look at that, bad boy. What's that?
3: So the next dish she's eating here is the uh, chicken curry. <laughs> it's a Japanese curry. It's a, it's, uh, this is like Christmas. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's uh, it's like a stew base with a roux in there. Yeah. Um, it's a tr- traditional style of Japanese dish that's really popular all over Japan. So you
0: can get this from the cart.
3: Uh, no, this is not available in the cart, unfortunately. Oh, too bad. This is uh, available uh, at the Forks and yep. in, uh, some of our new locations.
0: So Okay, so these two both are available at the Forks, not on the cart. Yeah. Wow, good thing for the forks, man. That's killer. <laughs> really.
4: You like pork belly?
0: Do I like pork belly? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, you know what? There's not many things I don't like. I don't like Brussels sprouts, and that's literally the only thing I
4: don't like. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that on our menu.
0: Okay, perfect. I love you guys
4: even more. <laughs> so what is that here? bad
0: boy? That is
3: like <laughs> yeah. that is awesome. So what he's got here is the um, the pork belly Hiroshima. Um, we start off with a braised pork belly. We braise it for about two hours like or Like so. it's pretty too. Yeah. You know? And then uh, we throw it on a, a bed of ginger slaw inside of a soft egg bun. Um, and we top it off with some mayo, green onions, garnish, and, uh, and our host belly sauce. So.
0: How many trial and errors did we go through before we got This. Before it was like you know let's change this let's do this maybe this bun maybe this oh, meat lots.
3: you know we're we're constantly redeveloping ourselves and constantly trying to make our product better and and more efficient and and you know m- and better tasting all around so you know this is probably like our hundredth different prototype that we've that we've gone well, through
4: yeah so. the thing coming up with an original dish is like you know, lots of trial error testing eating you know I can be a tester I'm just <laughs> throwing it out there.
3: Yeah. So this is uh, one of our original ones as well. Uh, we have uh, here is uh, noriaki. Um, smells good. Yeah, it's
0: got. What, what's the stuff on top?
3: Uh, that's uh, seaweed. Yeah, it's like yeah, uh, roasted nori. Yeah. Um, and we top it off with a little bit of uh, teriyaki sauce, some mayo, as well, some green onions, uh, sesame on there. So, and you know, all 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 the ingredients that we use in here, like the meat itself, everything we try to produce, everything from scratch. Yep. So, yeah, absolutely.
0: Was the guy who dropped off the food? Was he working at the? yeah he was at the really? so yeah you know I know you're working right now the lunch lunch is over I need you to drop some food off at CGO for, for this greedy guy named Kevin can you, yeah. can you drop some food off please
3: so this here is our signature Q corn um, oh it's really good
4: yeah you get that on the cart can you? This yeah. this is
3: it. we're we're working on a system to to have this available on the cart yep. all season long. So, um, it's got uh, like roasted corn that we do, um, garlic soy butter. We that is it super good. We top it off with some mayo, green onions, sesame as well on there. So,
0: okay, interview over. I'm eating right now. Okay? <laughs> yeah. What's the green tea miso? Through so Hiroshima.
3: Green tea miso. Um, you know, it's it's a, it starts off with the pork skewer. Um, we laid it down on a bed of ginger slaw, um, in this, in a soft egg bun. And then we top it off with, um, a house-made uh, green tea miso sauce that we make, um, some crispy fried yams.
0: That's got to be popular.
3: Oh. Yeah. It's one of our top selling ones. Is it really?
0: Absolutely. I got to try that bad boy. I saw <laughs> them like, what is that? <laughs> Let's talk about MiniFest. Manifest last year, you guys, for two years in a row, you've been the People's Choice Awards. Yep. Right? Last year, I told you guys I was judging it, and the... You guys had a ton of people. Looked like a party back there. You had so many people. Two lines, one (laughs) to give your order, pay, and one to wait. I thought, good Lord, lined up. You you couldn't have more people there. Like You had a ton of people working, but still, it's not enough what's up with that
3: yeah manifest is you know one of our one of our best events we we, we love manifest and we've been in in two years now and the people have been really good to us so you know time and time again like they just <laughs> they just want to eat our food at manifest <laughs> so it's i mean like crazy. you know it's 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 a big it's a big event for for winnipeg and and winnipeg's community I isn't believe. it awesome yeah no it brings down all the people mm. I, I really love manifest it's one of our best events so
0: mm-hmm. how was it the first year First year you go in there. We didn't yeah. even know what to expect.
4: And <laughs> yeah. Same thing.
3: <laughs> first first year manifest was crazy because like, you know, it was like it was the first time like we really big went to a festival that would had had that many people coming to eat. Yes, you know because everyone that goes to the manifest they they know what they're going to eat. Fully, one hundred percent. Right. So everyone that comes to manifest all the time they're like everything else know, is secondary. Yeah, like a lot of festivals you go to, a lot of people kind of eat or, or you know they're not really hungry and stuff. But you know at manifest people are coming they're expecting to eat. So one hundred percent. You know every every food trucks lined up. Like, yeah. You know everyone has a good time and everyone does their best and yep. try to punch out those lines and stuff, so I mean, yeah it's a great great time, great event so
0: how do you bring enough food <laughs> how, how, how do you bring enough? you all trailer? Seriously, yeah. you know we, we a re- have a, a refrigerated one. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> we have a constant supply like, like <laughs> it, that we get delivered all the time, and you know whenever we're running out of ingredients, we you got guys just running back.
0: Oh, and I guess yeah. Part st- of part of the job of the staff that aren't exactly. physically working behind yeah, the food more is
3: just running back food. and forth all the time. So, so I mean that's that's the the only way you can maintain and keep it operational because it's just. So
4: yeah, we didn't stray away from our whole concept. Like we still had to make it efficient. You know, I think It's gotta be super efficient yeah. then. Like. We
0: Whatever, whatever concept you uh, you put in there, of course. that is that's our system for sure. It's got to work there, otherwise yeah. you're screwed, right? <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Holy crap! Um, so obviously, I'm assuming you're you're going to be there for 2017 to defend your title.
3: Yeah, uh, huh? definitely. a little 3 pete right? <laughs> yeah, Michael well, Jordan. We're <laughs> gonna try. Well, hopefully, the, the, the people <laughs> of Winnipeg are are still loving our food, and they'll they'll, they'll vote for us again.
0: Yeah, so. that, yeah. Believe me. I'm just going to make sure I cut someone off in line. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about um, the new things that are going on. You guys have a new location at The Forks. Yeah. How did that come about?
3: You know, um, it kind of just uh, came to us, and we were doing an event at The Forks, and, and um, one of the associates kind of... Uh, uh, approached us and wanted us to come in. So we sat down with them and, you know, originally we were supposed to be in there for a temporary position um, for three months or so, but, you know, we, we had a great time there. The Forks loved it.
0: Well, the people at the Forks aren't dumb. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Let's, yeah, come in here temporarily. And then, <laughs> yeah. you know, they, they see it's a really good option for people to have and yeah, absolutely. Make and a move, right? It
3: worked out really great for both of us. So so now we were in there long term, and we'll be in there in the next little while.
0: So. Nice, nice. So uh, <clears throat> Beer and Q Grill, that's a one-two punch right there. Yeah. Um, reset Ultra Lounge, can we talk about that? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Okay, um, so, so that's something that's coming up. It's not open yeah,
3: yet. Yeah, it's n- it's not open yet, but we'll be opening very soon. Um, and, you know, it's one of our, our newer projects that we're working on, and we're really excited for it. So.
4: Mm. It's just, I mean, there's an open market in the South Pemina area. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, um, it'll be open for the, in the evenings till late. So, you know, once the forest closed, you can head down to reset and <laughs> our food will be available. <laughs> you also. guys are closed. Yeah,
0: just go south and <laughs> we'll, we'll meet you there.
4: Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be kind of, like you said, the kind of a lounge, kind of a yeah. laid back lounge.
3: No, late night lounge type of yeah. there. So it's
0: good. You guys are doing a bunch of events coming up. There's events all summer. Your mobile cart is is covering. Maybe we can cover some of those topics. Some of the yeah, things you guys we, are doing.
3: We do. We try. We try to do as many events as possible. As <laughs> possible. Um, some 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 of the bigger events we'll be in is like folk Fest um, for our second year there as well. Um,
0: that's me. I'm too. Yeah. absolutely. Oh right? Thank yeah. you guys at gluns for punishment. That's a lot <laughs> of work.
4: Right. <laughs> um.
3: And you know we'll have Canada Day at the Forks as well yep. outside and
4: Morden. Um, Corn and apple, um,
0: doing like morning corn and apple. Some of the so some ones. big events you guys are going to. That's some big stuff there, right? Yeah. They're fun though. Are yeah, they? We love. Are it you guys is. there physically working? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. We go to um, liars. Are you still working? No, yeah, <laughs> we have to. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. totally kidding. <laughs> for sure, we, those are the
3: festivals we enjoy. You, know? yeah. you go there, you interact with the people, the communities, everything like that. So
0: okay, so let's uh, maybe give people some basic information. Maybe your hours at the Forks location and how they get a hold of you for catering service and any other service mm-hmm. that you guys uh, provide.
4: Hours at the Forks, Monday to Thursday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Weekends, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And Sundays, we close at 7 p.m. Gotcha.
3: Um, some ways to get a hold of us. Um, our website is probably the best best possible way. Yep. Good um, website, by the way. Yeah. It is. We've, we've got uh, all of our catering needs and, and everything available on there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, email, anything that you need from there as well as...
0: You want to give your personal numbers for people to text you? (laughs) Totally kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Peter, Calvin, thanks for coming, man.
3: Yeah, no problem. Pleasure to be here.
0: That was Peter and Calvin from the Q Grill, so be sure to check out their new location at the Forks and check their website often to see what events their cart will be at this summer. Also, tickets for the Marcella Mixer happening June 22nd are on sale now, which you can get at marymount.com. I'll be back next week talking more with local food vendors here on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB.
4: This is 680 CJOB.